I'm Courtney. I am Allison. <laughs> We're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that's sometimes about the X Files. Today, Allison, it's about babies. Oh, damn. <laughs> What's our opinion? What's our hot take on babies? What? Get a job. <laughs> Get a fucking job, babies. They're useless, eh? Yeah, they don't do anything. Well, they do. They mm. deplete our resources. Yeah. They eat and shit. Uh-huh. And then people love them for it. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're so cute. It's like, what? He didn't do anything. I am cute. You are. Number one, you cute. You cute. Number two, <laughs> you shit way more than a baby. And I clean it up myself. <laughs> You wipe your own bottom. Uh-huh. So why don't people think we're cute or you are cute? I don't know. God damn it. The baby continues. I hate them. Ugh. This is X-Files is about... Um, well, misogyny. And not babies. Uh-huh. And policing uh, women. And anti-immigrant sentiment. And just, you know, just the worst... The worst the X-Files has to offer, really. And a boatload of ableism. Oh, and gaslighting. Yeah, a lot of that. Oh, the gaslighting in this episode was so bad it made me physically uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Uh, if you actually haven't watched this episode and you think you look at it, you're like, Bruce Campbell's in it. Wowee, I'm gonna watch it. And don't, like, and you're really not into, like, gaslighting or talk about abortion shaming Maybe don't watch this episode. Yeah, maybe give this one a pass. We did it so you don't have to. I wish I hadn't. I wish I... <laughs> I really do. I would be better off for not having watched this episode. I... Yeah, this... The weird thing about this X-Files is while I was watching it, I didn't think it was like the X-Files at all because... Or because people like the X-Files. Uh-huh. And while I was watching this, I just had no interest in it because it physically hurt me to watch. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. So how do people like this show? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And um, do you want to touch on what you were saying to me before we were, we were recording about oh, the yeah. 90s thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I have a new phrase that I'm introducing to the popular lexicon. Excellent. Can we put it on a t-shirt? Yes. Can we sell it? Yes. Excellent. Monetize that bitch. Great. Um, so... You know the the popular term "death of the artist." Yes, when um, someone shitty has made some art that you enjoy and you want to enjoy the art without feeling guilty, you yep. say, "Well, death of the artist." Okay. Um, so my term is uh, "death of the era," which is uh, when you cannot use "well, it was the '90s" as an excuse for why something, why it's okay that something is shitty. So the. People there who enjoy the X-Files, you have a nostalgic view of it. That's great. That's fine. You like the characters, but you can't put it in the 90s box anymore. You yeah. gotta take it out of there. Like, uh, cultural context is one thing, but you cannot argue that any of the things in this episode were not an issue at the time. Yes. Because all of them were. And you cannot argue that the issues presenting presented in this episode did not hurt the people in the 90s. Minority yeah. groups in the 90s. Because I'm certain that they did. People were hurt. By this episode. If you weren't, you come from a place of privilege. So, congratulations. Deal with that. 
But, like, uh, I'm just, I'm so tired. Allison, I'm hungover. I don't want to watch The X-Files anymore. <sighs> Let's talk about this. Okay. So did this, we do the Netflix description? We didn't. Oh, good. Let's do that. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. So this is season six, episode seven, Terms of Endearment. An unborn child is apparently abducted from its mother's womb by a demon after the prospective parents discover that their child has birth defects. Well, mm-hmm. I don't even know where to like goof on. I, this there's one. not a lot to goof on because we start off with just some real, just stacks on stacks on stacks of ableism. As these parents find one of them being Bruce Campbell, who could not save this episode. No, um, they find out that their child has some bony protrusions on his forehead and on his spine. Yes, um, and uh, Bruce Campbell says over and over again, I just want it to be normal. Uh, I know we don't have to, like, go into why this no, is bad. Because <laughs> I don't have the fucking energy. <laughs> we don't. Guys, I drank a lot of boxed wine last night on stage. <laughs> I was in drag, full drag, full fucking glitter beard. I was out till, like, one thirty. I came home, ate 17 chicken nuggos. And then went to bed, and I came, I got up, I welcomed the day, (laughs) and I watched this episode. And the first thing I hear is, oh, I just want my baby to be normal. Are you fucking kidding me? Here's the facts, folks. Folks? Folks. There are all kinds of babies. Babies run the whole gamut of different kinds of babies. And just because the baby does not fit into the cultural context of what quote-unquote normal is does not mean anything. Now, the spectrum of babies, we can't agree they're all equally shitty. Yeah, all babies are bad. They're bad. The whole, mm, you can, you can put them in one box. And that is bad. bad. <laughs> but inside the box, there is a spectrum of babies. Yeah, there's all the different kinds of, just like there's all different kinds of genders, there's all different kinds of babies. I, yeah, it, it made me wince. And if this wasn't our job and if we weren't cursed, that's when I would have turned off this TV show mm-hmm. that I was watching. But unfortunately, we are cursed. Mm-hmm. We are cursed. Now, they, uh, the Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. and his first wife, uh, Louise? Laura. Laura. There we go. L word. I got it. Love an L word. <laughs> um, she did a sin, Allison. Uh-huh. She drank warm milk right before getting into bed. And then, like, didn't brush her fucking teeth afterwards or anything? Can you imagine that dairy stank breath? Yeah, that that's true. Deep down, ugh. But now, mm. does it, if you, like, because you're drinking milk, yeah. does your, do your teeth not just absorb all of that calcium? I don't, th- I think that's a myth. I don't think there's any <laughs> calcium in milk. No, that's just a lie Big Milk told us. It's just squeeze, you know what? Big Milk has a fucking fetish. <laughs> And the fetish is, I want the whole population to just suck on this cow's tit liquid. Right? Yeah. This dirty barnyard tit liquid. I want everyone to just drink it up, yum, yum. And we're going to tell them it's good for them. It's not. It just gets me personally hard. (laughs) The Canadian Dairy Council all has giant bones. under the table oh how are we gonna get him to drink a gallon today you know that whole concept of like gallon of milk a day have Mm -hmm, you heard of that mm -hmm. to get some gains that's just 
letting the dairy cancel finish. You don't even want to know what the inside of their conference room looked like <laughs> after the milk challenge. <laughs> What's the milk challenge? That's when people try to drink a gallon of milk in like under two minutes or something. Oh, God, that's like a fucking orgy for them. Yeah, they're just like, honestly, it looked like there was milk everywhere. <laughs> it wasn't milk. It wasn't milk. <laughs> Fuck you, dairy. Just because I can't have you. If I can't have you, no one can. <laughs> <laughs> so on our shit list this episode, babies and dairy. <laughs> <laughs> babies drink tit liquid. They fucking love it. They love it, right? Yeah. Fuck them. Everyone. Fuck every baby. <laughs> they're all trash. And they're tit liquid. <laughs> uh, and that I will say about that milk, it was the skimmest milk I've ever seen in my life. Was it really watery? Yeah. Do you think it was like fake milk? Oh, I think it was a potion. A, po- <laughs> a potion? I think it was a potion. Like what? Like paint? Dirty paint water? No, I think it was just like a Satan potion that, that he made for them. Oh. In the context of the show, which oh, in we the do con- hate. Okay. <laughs> Oh, we are referring to the show. Yeah. Not the bit. Not the bit. Oh, okay. Um, and he calls her sweetie and poopy do. Poopy do? He calls her poopy do. Well, this has won me over. <laughs> <laughs> Forget everything I said up front. <laughs> it's okay now. Well, we're about to see one of the worst scenes of anything I've ever seen in my life. You mean my devil OBGYN? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> This this scene actually made me physically ill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really difficult for me to watch. Do you want me to talk about it? Sure. Okay, so she, um, the Laura, Lu- Lucy. Laura. Laura. Laura is sleeping, and then she wakes up in kind of a dreamlike steak. Steak? In a state. In a dreamlike steak. <laughs> mm, so tasty. And there's flames at the edge of the bed, and there's a devil creature. Mm-hmm. It's got some cool, like, eye effects. That was pretty sweet and kind of scary. And he, this was, ooh, he grabs her by the legs and kind of pulls her towards the edge of the bed and does some, like, like, the camera work was really, mm, what's the word? Terrifying. Yeah. Uh, where I think he's, like, reaching into her uh-huh. or something uh-huh. and, and, and pulling out a baby. And then she wakes up and uh, she's like, oh, I had a terrible dream. And Bruce Campbell's like, don't worry, baby. And then he's like, oh, no, the baby, because there's blood everywhere. Yeah, he pulls back the sheet, and she is not visibly not pregnant yeah, anymore. Yeah, that was weird. And there's blood everywhere. I'm pretty sure that's not how pregnant works, right? Like, when you have a baby, it, your tummy doesn't get back, like, right. No, it takes a lot of time. Like, that. that's the one problem, huge problem I have with this episode is how it writes, like, this conception of, like, how women's bodies are or how uh, people who can can have children, how their bodies are during childbirth or, like, in that third trimester because it was so unrealistic. Yeah. First of all, that she's just like, well, my, my tummy's gone. And I know there's like, oh, it was magic from the Satan man. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I don't care. Because <laughs> the, the whole thing is that she basically has this, like, third trimester birth, mid-third yeah. trimester birth, um, which is, like, wild uh and then is up and walking around the next day as if it wouldn't have fucking split her vulva wide open yeah that was kind of weird like i mean the devil did some work yeah but she is covered in blood yeah that's true yeah not even like a transfusion or something in a normal birth you are not necessarily that covered in blood (sighs) she probably also would have like shit the bed i or you know more 
shit out everything I've heard. Yeah. I've heard that you shit out, like, pieces of you. Uh-huh. <sighs> like, here's the thing. Childbirth is not, like, an easy, quick thing. No. It is extremely taxing on the body. It's it's weird. I've talked to a lot of people who I know who went through a pregnancy, and uh, a, a really good friend of mine... Um, she had a C-section and her daughter is like two now Mm -hmm. and she's still feeling the effects of that C-section. And she said, no one told me, no one warned me like what this was, A, what this was going to be like. Everyone kind of glorifies pregnancy as like, oh, you're so lucky and this and that. No, pregnancy is a horrible taxing event on your body and your body's never going to be the same because of Mm -hmm. it. And no one... No one tells the person who's pregnant this because, is it just because we want to perpetuate our species? Is that, like, is that it? I don't know. But it's it's wild. And, like, C-sections became more popular because doctors could schedule them. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but, yeah, I, I know people who are like, oh, I didn't even, no one told me that my bladder was outside of my body. Yeah. No one told me I would just, like, my vagina just, like, prolapses. Yeah. Um, so to have this woman, um, have this baby, you know, whatever, Satan taken from her or whatever, but, and, and be up around, walking around the next day with her, her stomach, like, totally the, just back to normal, yeah. whereas, like, your, your physical uterus actually needs time to get back to its original state. hmm mm-hmm. It, I could not get over it, because that, to me, is, like, the... That, to me, is a, a representation of how the writers of this show consider when they're writing um, wi- both women and characters that can give birth. Like... Wait, wait, no, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't even think about it. They're like, nah, it's fine. Who cares? It's I don't a- have to really think about this or do any research. Because she was a plot device. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Like, the baby was a plot device. The pregnancy was a plot device. So you can't... You don't have to bring it into full fruition because it really doesn't matter. <sighs> hey, flesh noise. Yay. Um, I think I want a new little segment. Uh-huh. Uh, because what happens next is, let me just give you a little precursor. Okay. What happens next is we see Jeffy Spender. Uh-huh. And he's on the phone with a cop, and the cop is Laura's brother. Laura's brother. And he's saying, hey, I heard that you do stuff like this. Can you please, like, come and look at it? And Jeffy Spender, does he, like, oh, he doesn't write it down. He got a fax, right? Yeah. He got a fax. So he's like, yeah, no problem. And then he fucking shreds it, uh-huh. right? Um, I want a new segment called Diane Watch 2018. Okay. <laughs> Remember Jeffy Spender had a partner? Diane. Her name is Diane. And she, her whole thing, she fucked Mulder. Yeah. And then appeared in an episode. Uh Uh-huh. And then got shot. Uh Uh-huh. And went into hospital. Uh Uh-huh. And then she came back for one more episode. Uh Uh-huh. And then that was it. Yes. But she's still Jeffy Spender's partner. But we have not seen hide nor hair of her. We have not seen anything from her, I think, since the first episode of the season, yeah, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay, so this is season, what is this, episode? Seven. Seven? We're on Diane Wanch. Have you seen Diane? Call us. Text us. Gonna gonna call up Big Milk, put her picture on a carton. <laughs> 
do you know that the milk cartons, like, solved... They didn't actually... They weren't that effective, but there were, like, two really big cases that oh, they actually helped. Wow. Which was really, it was a world... Or it was a national thing, but uh, it only actually helped one kid. Hmm. Really. I remember... I read a story when I was in high school, um, uh, like a novel, and I forget the name of it, but it was about a girl who sees herself on a milk carton. Uh, that That's the story. Oh, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the the story of, uh, I think that is the true story where one of the kids who were saved was the, she ha- was having milk with her cereal in the morning and she saw herself and she panicked. They must have done a novel of it. Yeah. I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm not going to sneeze. Do it. I can't. I can't force it. <laughs> do you want me to help you? No. Let's do it together. <laughs> okay, Thelma. <laughs> okay. Um, I did like the fact that Mueller does go through Jeffy Spender's trash. Yeah. Um, so he has Jeffy Spender's facts and Jeffy Spender's credit cards, probably. I mean, who knows? Old credit cards that he cuts up? Mm. <laughs> Mueller gets this trash case. Uh-huh. Instead of doing his actual job, which he gets paid for, he goes to Virginia with this fax and he calls the police a man and says hey i'm the fbi they told me to come but don't tell anyone at the fbi it's a secret (laughs) (laughs) okay um now is this where we get the scene at night yeah she's like laura's totally fine yeah she's fine despite what has happened yeah Mm -hmm. to her body yeah and she says where's my nightgown i can't find my nightgown uh wayne have you seen my nightgown and then she goes outside where he is burning leaves and the body of the child (laughs) she doesn't know that now i wondered Mm -hmm. what this fucking was what this like was it just a giant pizza oven that someone an artisanal pizza oven Uh that everyone has in virginia that they all burn their leaves in that they (laughs) well that's part of the pizza flavor yeah Mm. Mm, autumnal What, like, was it a smelter? I don't know. Maybe. <sighs> well, you know what they say. You smelt it, you dealt it. <laughs> the pizzas. <laughs> the pizzas. <laughs> Gosh, I want a pizza oven in my backyard. <laughs> okay? Wink. <laughs> you know, if you know what I'm saying. No, I don't. <laughs> Is that how you keep coming Come out? Come on. I'm very confused. A pizza oven? In my backyard? It's more likely than you think. <laughs> I don't uh, know what I'm talking about. Okay, so she's like, why are you raking the leaves at this time? And he's like, oh. it was in the job jar. Oh, the gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The gaslighting was vicious and, and, and was very, very bad. And yeah. triggering. It was very triggering. Uh-huh. I could imagine. The things he said was like, it was, he kind of flipped he flipped it so it was like, oh, I did this because you wanted me to. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why are you why are you berating me? I'm doing something nice for you. It's nothing. Go back to bed. Like, that, this, isn't, this is normal. This is what people do. Why do you think it's strange? You wanted me to do this. I'm doing chores for you. It was really like Bruce Campbell, buddy. Ugh. It was hard to speaking watch. Of, speaking of Bruce Campbell, this is when uh, uh, Colin, my husband, came and sat next to me and he was eating his breakfast and he says, boy, that's a poor man's Bruce Campbell. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which, 
Which confirms the fact that the poor man's Bruce Campbell is Bruce Campbell. <laughs> and you know what? I think he would agree. <laughs> hey, let's talk about how Skelly policing women's bodies is the worst. Yeah, because I hate it and I hate it. Now, there's no Diane. No Diane. So this is the only female character, that main character that we're going to have ever. Uh-huh. And I don't know. The writers decided that... The writers decided that the person who should talk about the Virginia law about throwing women in jail if they've had a third trimester abortion is Scully. First of all, that whole fucking abortion... We don't have to fucking say how much abortion laws suck. Uh, But number two, I don't know, Scully... I don't know, like, making Scully, like pro-life is yeah having skelly be this like weird abortion cop is not a good oh abortion (laughs) it's not good that was that would be the saddest like tv show ever and don't don't it's not a bit i'm just thinking (laughs) i I just like that whole but you know what it could be on tlc or whatever you know fucking america man um i don't know um I don't even know where to go from here. What does Scully do? Scully says, I looked at the sonograms, and it did have some weird protrusions. Um, and then uh, Mulder, she, so she says, you know, I think it was Laura what did the crime to herself. And then yeah. um, Mulder go- decides he's going to go talk to the cop and talk to Wayne and, and talk to Laura about it. And, um, he, she says to him, you should proceed very carefully because this is a sensitive topic. And I know he will not proceed carefully (laughs) and he does not. He doesn't. Um, He doesn't. Of course not. Why not? So he basically like Laura's brother has to arrest her. (sighs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Mulder knows what's going on. Of course. He knows that Wayne is a devil man crybaby. Yes. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> um, it's an anime. It's a, oh. <laughs> I was just talking about crybaby. No, devil the Johnny Johnny Depp movie. Devil man crybaby is an anime. What? Yeah. <laughs> devil man crybaby? Uh-huh. Is it a, like a cop situation? I've never seen it. One baby, one devil. <laughs> They're on the streets patrolling. One devil and a baby. <laughs> one man devil, one baby cry. Is that, was that it? Is that yeah, the name of the title? That's the anime. Oh, anime. <laughs> you, you scamps. <laughs> uh, Bruce Campbell is Don Drapering this shit. He's got lots of wives. Yeah. Oh, well, first I want to mention that Mulder, uh, so they think that um, Laura induced her uh, abortion with hemlock, and so Mulder has to search the house for it. And what he does, (laughs) what he does is, um, oh, she doesn't go to jail yet. I got that wrong. But he does find a large jar of fiber. Yeah. And he walks out of the house. Um, and, and makes, he says, at least I know everyone here is regular. He says, as he walks past the woman who has just traumatically lost a child. <laughs> but poop jokes. But poop jokes but are de- so important. And then, jokes. um, Wayne is like mad about it. And then. About La- the poop joke? 
Yeah. And Laura says, I don't, I didn't do anything. So why do I feel guilty anyways? Because you're a woman, Laura. And because you were gaslit, Laura. <laughs> Laura. 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 <laughs> please. Laura, let me help you. Laura, please come to us. Come to the light, Laura. I will say about um, Wayne and Laura, uh, they may be having a child together, but they have never met. Yeah, man. <laughs> They've never met. They, is this, is that how, like, businessmen are is that just the life on the road that's just how businessmen fuck you just like hey babe i'm gonna let's fuck and put a baby inside you then i'm leaving don't know you we saw each other on our wedding night and maybe a couple times afterwards just the chemistry between these two characters is non-existent they were they were uh they were a treat (laughs) yep uh and then he says so then we get into even more gaslighting where um he says, you know, I I woke up oh, during the night yeah. and you were chanting in this strange language and so you and you had this horrible demon child and yes. I burned it. Yeah. Um and this made me <laughs> realize did she not wonder where that baby went? <laughs> Cuz she wakes up in the middle of the night all covered in blood no baby. <laughs> and at no point is she like what happened to it? Wait a minute. Where'd my ding-dong baby go? Do people think that when you have, like, a third trimester abortion or or stillbirth that it's just, like, just a bunch of blood? It's not. There's still a baby. (laughs) That's a good question. My baby ding-dong liquefied itself. (laughs) It just jammed now. It was so strange. Laura... No, at girl. No point. Was anyone like, well, what did happen to the baby? <laughs> no one. Uh, not Mulder, not the brother, not Scully. That's true. That wasn't even a question. Scully? Like, she had, they're like, she, you know, she aborted the baby. And it's like, no one's going to wonder what the fuck happened to it. Maybe that's why they were looking in the pizza oven. Well, they were looking at the pizza oven because they had to search everything. They did have to search everything. They're like, God, I could use some hot za right now. <laughs> uh, seeing all those policemen, like, surrounding the pizza oven and one of them has a stick and they're, like, poking it in it, that was the most, like, Laurel and Hardy, like, <laughs> shit I've ever seen at the XL. Oh, God. But it wasn't here. <laughs> poke it, poke it. Is there some za? I don't know. Okay. What happens next? Um, yeah, he has multiple. He has another wife named Betsy. Yes. And he promises that he'll get there for the her sonogram. And he is driving a cherry red convertible, and it is playing garbage. Garbage. I'm only happy when it rains. That's like Vancouver's theme song, right? Yeah. But it's actually really the original title was "I'm Never Happy and It Rains." <laughs> That's our that's our East autobiography. Fan. <laughs> song. Yeah, that was a bright light. Hey, that song was that your bright light? No, oh. it actually wasn't. The bright light is coming up. Okay. Um. Yeah, and so Mulder is is following him and pulls up at a stoplight, and he's like, "Wherever you're going, I'm going, bud." And so instead of going to his child's sonogram, he goes to take the blood of this woman for his okay, job. There's. There's a couple things. Mm-hmm. Number one, there's a shot where Bruce Campbell peels off and he's driving and Mulder just comes into frame very slowly with a very <laughs> stupid look on his face. That was a good <laughs> shot. Number two, Allison, there's a wreath conspiracy. <laughs> what? Allison Ross, 
There is a wreath conspiracy, and no one's talking about it. Oh, my God. (laughs) The uh, first shot of the original house, Mm -hmm. there are two wreaths. Okay. And I'm not talking about, like, a small decorative wreath on the door. There are two wreaths on other side of the door. They are five feet in diameter. (laughs) And they are full of, like, fall flowers. Uh Okay? Those, that's one and two. Okay. Number three, Bruce Campbell goes to this woman's house to randomly take take blood. What's on the door? A fucking wreath. Wow. Number three. And then later on, when we go to the second pregnant woman's house, uh-huh. what is on her door, Allison? A wreath? Yes! A wreath! So what is the conspiracy? I haven't figured that out yet. Okay, but the wreaths are important. Four wreaths. Allison. Maybe there was just like a sample sale the on sales. Michael's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you get the first time you go to Michael's, you get a 50% off coupon. Oh my God. And then every month after. The wreaths. The wreaths. The and wreaths. They, were, they weren't even good. Like they were that fake shit. Diane, the wreaths. <laughs> Jeffy Spender, he's shredding files because he just has a fucking corkboard full of wreath pictures. And <laughs> That's like, what he's working on. <laughs> That's what he's working on. And Diane, we don't see her anymore because she's just going door to door looking for artisanal wreaths. <laughs> I love it. So let's, that's my new segment now. Where's the wreath? I love it. We're going to find them. What's the conspiracy? I haven't got that far yet. Oh my god. I like big wreaths and I cannot lie. (laughs) Okay. While you work on the wreath conspiracy. Me and Diane over here. (laughs) Um, uh, the, uh, Wayne goes to this, the house of this woman to draw her blood and Mm. she says, well our appointment's not until next week. If someone came a week early to draw my blood, I would drop kick them out the door. Do you know how much I have to psych myself up to get my blood taken? I just... Uh, psych yourself up. Also, like, I don't know if I want you, Bruce Campbell, probably not a doctor, to take my blood. What are you yeah. going to do with it, my bro? D- devil baby stuff. <laughs> Weird devil baby stuff. Now, in the meantime, she has three beautiful boys. Toe-headed boys who are running around like shitheads. And he's like, oh, your beautiful sons. <laughs> Must be nice to have three beautiful, healthy, normal sons. Oh. <laughs> what we don't know is they, they like to... I don't have Party? A- Party? Um, <laughs> yeah. And then she says to him, please don't talk to me or my sons ever again. Yeah. And then he leaves. And then he go away with the blood. What do you do with the blood? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then, okay, so uh, Laura's in jail. She is. Laura got taken to jail and for ostensibly a third trimester abortion. Uh, bod- bodily autonomy. And for <laughs> and for just having no dang idea where that third baby went. <laughs> Basically, for being a person who could give birth. Yeah. Um, and then she's in uh, she's in her cell, and guess who comes to visit? It's Wayne. It's Bruce Campbell, and he 
Um, gaslights her a little bit more. Oh, just, you got it just a little bit, a little bit more. And then fucking, like, dementors her. Yeah, I love it when a man literally sucks my soul out of my body. (laughs) Which happens so often. If you can hear what's coming out of our mouths, it's because, you know, we got sucked dry. (laughs) But not in the good way. Not in the good way. I also love the, like, Snapchat filter that's going on with Bruce Campbell's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like, you know that one where you talk and he gets the mouth gets really big oh my god that's what was happening here. it is he just snaps some chats yeah so he sucks her bowl her her he, bowl ooh. he he lit a bowl he smoked a bowl <laughs> got real high and then he sucked her soul straight out of her body because she know the truth yeah he's a satan <laughs> okay can you be a, a satan or is it the is there only one i don't know What's the what's the naming conventions on devils? Do you think like you know how everyone the most popular name is like Jesus and Muhammad? Uh-huh. Do you think like when devils are bo- born they're like, "Oh, another Satan." This is Satan Jr. Satan 2. Satan 2 Electric Bugaloo. Satan 2, the sequel to Satan. In Devil School, there's like there's like 17 Satans and like one <laughs> one Norman. Satan S, Satan H, Satan J, Satan M. <laughs> Can I tell you a good story okay. about my first week at school? Please. Um, I work at a school, an international school, so a lot of the kids come over to Canada, they pick English names. And I think you can say, like, you know, oh, you're making them conform to English society, but this is something, the kids want to do this, like, not all of them have to, um, but it, some of them do choose English names because they want, you know, to start a new life and shit. Uh, the coolest part of this is I get a lot of kids with a lot of unique names because they like they like the word or they like the sound of it or they like what it <laughs> relates to. So I get a lot of Elvises. Ooh. I get, um, I had an echo and a bubble. Um, I get a lot of tigers, too. Oh, The that's name is good. Tiger. Yeah, it's really cool. I think that's how all people should work. Every, like, ten years, you should rename yourself. Oh, yeah. I have a child. I have a student. <laughs> Grade 11. Uh-huh. Their name is Castiel. Oh. Now, I think that is a real angel in, in the in the book of the yes, Bible. Yes, but. Yes, but. See, that's exactly where my mind went to. <laughs> I saw the name Castiel on my, on my list, and I went directly to Supernatural. Correct? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm like, it can't be. Like, a lot of these kids are religious, so maybe they just picked it out of the Bible. Who knows? Like, I get a lot of, like, I have an Abraham. I have a lot of weird Bible names. This child, this, you know, grade 11 kid, their binder was full of Dean Winchester. (laughs) Hell yeah! (laughs) Way to go, kid. Right? Be the you that you want to see in the world. I just think this kid is fucking 17. You know what? Came to Canada. I fucking love Supernatural. Guess what my name is? Castiel. Can't stop me. I'm my own fan fiction now. (laughs) Hell yeah! Power to you. Right? I love it. Okay. What is... Oh, this is where we get to the um, anti-immigrant sentiment. Oh, yeah. Tell me all the... I actually didn't pick it out because I stopped paying attention. Um, basically, they're saying that this devil man uh, is actually a Czech immigrant. And, oh, and Bruce? He, yeah. And he came to the America um, because it has a wider gene pool. 
I missed that completely. Uh huh. Ooh. More women for him to impregnate. So he has like seven different aliases. But yeah, it's like, oh, let in these devil man immigrants and they impregnate all our women with devil babies. <laughs> Am I right? Am and I they, right? And they name them all Satan. They steal our gerbs, taking your blood at home. <laughs> so, can I, is, okay, what does he want? He wants to have a child that is, does not have, uh, that is not a, a devil baby. Why? Uh, I, well, as the end of the episode tries to paint him as a sympathetic picture, he just oh. wants to have a son or a child. He just wants to have a normal child, which is horrible in 20 different ways. Yeah, okay, okay. We find out, though, the tables have flipped. The tables done flipped. They got they got flipped and... and, and Betsy? What? Betsy? Who? <laughs> Betsy? Where, where are you going with that? I don't know. Who's Betsy? The second wife. Oh, her name is Betsy. Yes. I thought you were starting a bit, and I just... <laughs> I couldn't. Betsy is a fucking babe, by the way. Betsy's gorgeous. Oh, oh gosh. She's a rich man's Courtney Cox. <laughs> Dang, Betsy. Um, she is also a devil. Yeah. Maybe? So he Wayne brings her his skim milk beverage, yeah. which glows as he walks up the stairs. Ooh. And then she goes to bed um, and she wakes up. And there's the fire, and he's trying to take her baby, and she's like, Wayne, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool, but I don't really, like, there are lots of ways they could have gone with this twist. I'm not fond of the way they went. Oh, that the woman is the bad thing? Uh-huh. <laughs> that the devil man who's come and impregnate all these women, um, he's actually sympathetic and a victim. Yes. If you didn't know. And <laughs> Betsy, now she's the villain. Because cause she did oh. literally the exact same thing he did, but is a woman. <laughs> and her, what's her holsties? She just wants a baby, She wants too. a devil baby. But she don't care what the baby looks like. No, she she definitively wants a devil baby. She wants a devil She baby. wants a devil, because she's doing the opposite thing that he is. And then why does she want a devil baby? Because she's a, I don't know. Because <laughs> she's a devil? Oh, it doesn't make any sense. Let's go back to the wreath conspiracy, please. It really doesn't make any sense because they like they say, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but they say like she wanted the one thing that only he could give her. She's a devil. Could not any regular man give her a devil baby? If any regular woman could give Wayne a devil baby, it's like a it's a, a du- it's a double devil. Oh, Allison, think about this. You want a burger? You're gonna. <laughs> No, I'm going to get a KFC Double Down. Yeah, see? Double the burger, better burger. It's double the chicken, better burger. What? I don't know. Oh, Courtney. There's a lot of this you're going to have to cut, Allie, because, like, I... What? You've not called me Allie in years. I'm... I'm... You know what? Don't have time for your full name. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no one got time for that. Um, so they go, they go to the Laura's house and they dig up a little fetal skeleton. Um, that oh, with more little so... horns, horns. But that's uh, I'm gonna just say it again. That's not what fetal skeletons look like because all their bones ain't grown together yet. Yeah, they're they're more like in pieces. They're like 
a lot of bones. We talked about this. Yeah. That babies have more bones than like, us. Like, and all their, like, the baby, that fetal skeleton, like, it's it's skull plates that all fuse together. Mm. Not the case. Because if that's the case, your brain ain't going to get any bigger. You're going to have a tiny head your whole life. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it was just a... That's it. Just a little baby, little demon. That's how. That's how it works. You come out. That's the size you are. Well, but then they dig up a bunch of like regular. Wait, you imagine if that's how babies worked? Like what? Okay, you know how you have a nesting doll. Uh huh. It would be a nesting doll situation. So the so like our our like the first like human ancestors they were fucking like twenty feet tall. Uh huh. And then every time. (laughs) Every time you give birth, it's a, birth it's a little smaller. So we're at the point where, <laughs> where you know, it's about every baby is just getting a very intricate, like just very little, just smaller. But my mom's shorter than me. Well, I mean, evolution, bud, doesn't happen like like that. You know that. You I mean, know how science works. I feel like works. The, the, the island of Flores kind of disproves this, but <laughs> that's fine. Can you imagine in like a hundred years, people are going to be like inches tall. <laughs> They're just going to be riding little little slugs around. <laughs> Not me. No. I hate them. <laughs> okay, you can ride a caterpillar. Okay. okay. Now, you know about the island of Flores, right? No. Can you tell me about it's it? It's an island in Indonesia yeah. where um, I, I don't know if there's any populations living there right now, but at some point in history, like... Um, ten ten thousand years ago, maybe more. Um, there was a, a population of um people living there. Well, their uh their name is Homo floresiensis. Ooh, that's a real good name. Yeah, it's okay. based on the island name. Um, and there was a particular kind of evolution happening on that island that made big things small and small things big. What? So the people were all quite short. What? And what was big? Rats. <gasps> Dogs. Um. Like, how big are the dogs? Like, pony-sized? What? Elephants? This is a wonderland. The elephants are very tiny. Uh Uh-huh, they're little elephants. Elephant! What? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you never... How about the bugs? Uh, I don't know about the bugs. I just know about the mammals. They're probably really big. They might be really big. And the trees are really tiny. Maybe. And the sand? Boulders! Up is down, left is right. I love this fucking island. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna Google it so hard after this. Well, I hope Can you enjoy. Can we finish? Can we rate it? Is it? Are we done? No, we're almost done. Allison. Okay, we kind of talked about a bunch of stuff that's up happened. So don't worry, we're almost done. Um. Okay, so they're like, oh no, Betsy, we he's doing it again, and Mulder and Skelly drive to Betsy's house, but she draw, she meets them in the middle, and she, like, is there, and she's covered in blood, because she's had this child that's like, she would not be driving! Oh, can you, are you kidding me? Isn't she, Again! Didn't she, oh, she had the baby. She had the, the baby. The baby's real. Um, and then this is when they make Wayne a tragic figure who just wanted a normal child. Fuck off for fucking ever! Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Goodbye! Um, and then, and then Betsy is the villain because she actually, she did have his demon baby and then she stole it. And she's a woman. Yeah. Cause so she's literally doing the exact same thing he did. Yes. But she's a but woman. But she's a woman. So he's a tragic sympathetic character and she is the villain. And I fucking quit. I hate it. Good. Let's rate this fucker. Okay. I rate it on a spooky scale. One is I want to take a nap. Five is I never want to sleep. This is a two. Hmm. That's spooky eyes. Yeah, spooky eyes, huh? And also, okay, no, I'm going to actually pump it up to a three. The very graphic first dream sequence 
was really like rapey. And yeah, it really, it really fucking freaked me it out. It really was not good. So I'm gonna give it a three. Um, I also want to mention that Laura did get her soul back. Oh, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> it's not like she was using it. Jesus. Uh, I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means great at one. One means one is so good. One is so good. One is so so good. good. It does me so right. It does you so right. Um, uh, all the way to Excelsis Day Part Part Three, three. which is the worst episode we've watched to date. Now, can I give things a ten without making them the worst? Okay, yeah, Yeah. this gets a ten because those the other worst is like eleven. Yeah, no, this is a ten. This is a ten. It's bad, and I don't like it. Yeah, this is really this is hot. Hot diggity dog, this was bad. I had to watch an episode of QI afterwards just to, like, Ooh, chill myself out. That's a good one. That's a good one. I had to record this episode afterwards, so, you know, I'm fried. But you get to see my face. Hey. Hey. And all those wreaths. Oh, just a lot of wreaths. Should just, we go make some wreaths? I think so. I'm feeling it's you fall know season. Courtney, can I tell what? you? What? 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 My family used to make wreaths. Oh, no. Like, as a company. It comes full circle. Like a wreath. Oh! No, like every Christmas we make a bunch of wreaths because my parents owned a, um, a wreath farm, a floral supply company. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you guys did the salal. Mm-hmm. The salal and the mushrooms and all sorts of other stuff. My favorite thing used to be to go into the giant freezer at the mm-hmm. what the, what we called the plant. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, a double entendre. I see. <laughs> <laughs> How quaint the well, Ross family. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I like going in the big freezer. It's all full of flowers. And then you pretended that you it was like a dystopian wonderland. It was cold and it smelled nice. Mm. That's a story from my childhood. I can't wait to talk about more wreaths because every time there's going to be a fucking wreath in this episode, in any episode. That's what Diane's up to, so we'll be talking about it. We'll be talking about it. Allison, can I give you a personal X-Files? I would love for you to give me a personal X-Files. It's about the big feet. Festival! What? Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. This is from NPR. Oh, fancy. Right? Oh, Ira Glass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ira Glass. The lore of Bigfoot lives on at North Carolina Bigfoot Festival. Yes, this is happening this weekend. So if you are in North Carolina, first of all, get out because it's a horrible racist state and they hate gays. But second, there's Bigfoot there. (laughs) So it can't be all bad. Well, it sounds like it is. It is all bad. (laughs) I got married there. I know exactly how homophobic it was. Um... People from across the country gathered this weekend in a small Carolina manufacturing town to celebrate a Bigfoot. The first annual Bigfoot Festival in uh, Marion, NC, brought together an entire range of participants from Sasquatch skeptics and complete non-believers to Bigfoot explorers quick to share the tale of sightings and howls. I mean, if you're a non-believer, why would you... Is there just not that much going on in Marion? Do Bigfoot howl? Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, they howl. Oh, interesting. They they 
Ooh, that's the the Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's gonna be my ringtone. Ooh. Uh, McDowell County Chamber of Commerce Director Steve Bush, nice, uh, is, <laughs> is ambivalent when it comes to Bigfoot. Okay, Steve, you're not really pushing this event. I'm going to say that until I see him, I want to believe, but until I physically see him, I'm going to say no at this point, says Bush. Bush, Steve Bush, you are the leader of this chamber of fucking commerce. You are doing a first annual Bigfoot convention and you don't believe just making money off the backs of Bigfoot. <laughs> and that's a big back. That's a big back, That's a lot of money. But per- personal skepticism aside, Bush says he was quick to support the Bigfoot Festival because it made him lots of money. No. They probably won't. <laughs> probably lose money. This city is in transition with old furniture factories and textile buildings downtown retrofitted into hip retail shops and micro microbreweries. This is about fucking gentrification. Oh, my God. But this is apparently pro-gentrification. We're getting a lot of life... <laughs> Ooh. A, a quick turn. <laughs> We're getting a lot of life back into these old buildings, and that's what's exciting about Marion, Bush says. So, if you really want to see a little bit of the uh, mix of old and new, then Marion, North Carolina is the place you want to be. At first glance, it's pretty much what you'd expect from a cute Bigfoot festival. There are Bigfoot t-shirt booths, yard signs... But then there's the Bigfoot Juice Stand, run by one Allie Webb. She claims the earthly, yeah, that's right. She claims the earthy, woodsy smelling concoction is both an insect repellent and a Bigfoot attractant. Wait, you don't drink the Bigfoot juice? I don't know. It doesn't tell you how the Bigfoot juice works. Let's see what Webb says. I believe the Bigfoot juice does work, says Allie Webb. We say that it's good up to a mile and a half away. What Whoa, the- potent. Just because you don't see a Bigfoot doesn't mean that he doesn't see you and decides to turn around and run. And run. Webb's also quick to point out that she has a witness. Festival organizer John Bruner has led the Bigfoot 911 Explorer team for years here. He says they've used the juice about a year ago and it finally hit p- pay dirt. We're doing an expedition, and I had one cross the Forest Service Road about 90 yards from where I saw it, and it was a really good look at it, Bruner said. I've been hunting Bigfoot for 40 years and doing research, and it was totally just exhilarating for me. I finally got to see one after all I've went through and all the time I've spent in the woods. It's a sentiment shared by many other researchers here at the festival. Gonna get myself some Bigfoot juice. Bigfoot juice. Piss? Yes! (laughs) I knew it. It's just Bigfoot piss. It's just piss. (laughs) What else is gonna attract Bigfoot? Because you smell that, you're like, there's another Bigfoot somewhere, because that's not my brand. That's (laughs) That's not my stink. Allison, Uh, I think it's time for predictions. Okay. It's your turn to predict. It is my turn. Wait. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me. Allison. What's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Yeah, because you did the ghost. I did the ghost. And I did this one. Okay. Do I remember what I predicted? I think I just... 
I predicted... I don't think you could have predicted what we got. No, that's true. I did predict, like, Terms of Endearment. What was the... I think oh, I, the plot of Terms of Endearment? Yeah. I think it was such a loose connection that they just... Uh, because he called everyone poopsie-doo, they... I think it was about, like, the death of a mother and not cancer. No. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I probably didn't get any points. No, I don't think so. So we, we rebooted the thing because we don't remember what the original score was. So nobody's got any so points. So point, no points, no points. You're you're predicting, correct? Yeah. Okay. Let me get this fucker up and running. Um, This is cool because this is actually, the name of it is actually, might give you a hint because it was a little piece of, like, obscure history that you might know. I'm not sure if you do. We'll see. Okay. Um, season six, episode eight, The Rain King. <laughs> so when you say a piece of obscure history, you do mean the Counting Crows song, yes? Oh, no, I didn't even know about that. <laughs> no, I didn't even know about that. Oh, yeah. What was, okay. A jam. Dang. Well, maybe if you know that song, you'll know, maybe that song was about the historical character, and then maybe you'll know what I only remember one lyric from the song. What's this? And it's, and I am the Rain King. Okay, well, based on that, predict this episode. I think it's about a weather phenomenon, and uh, someone has weather powers. Someone has weather powers. That's Uh a half point. Um, And, God, what, do you really need much more than that? What else could possibly happen? I don't know. Yeah, you tell me. I think it's in a small town. Okay. I mean, that's given. Um, in a small town. Unless weather... you want to give me the exact state. If you can't, if you can name the state, do it. I'll give you a whole point. Iowa. Okay. So, you want to predict anything else or is that yours? That's it. Okay. Iowa and someone makes, weather, makes it rain. Weather, weather power. Yeah. Makes it rain. Okay. Sounds good. Allison, um, how can the Space Cadets get a hold of us? If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at double pod- Double podcast. You can email us at doublexpodcast at gmail.com. That's double spelled out. D-O-U-B-L-E. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Double X Files. And we love to hear from you. And you can also find us on Tumblr at fuck yeah, Double X Files. Um... We we like to hear from you guys, so yeah, give us a shout. You know, if you write us an email, we might e- we might mention it on the podcast. Mm. Um, if you send us one of your personal X files, we'll definitely read it on the podcast. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Um, and if you have a particular kink that you'd like us to subtly work into the show, this one was wreaths. <laughs> <laughs> Could you guess? Uh. That's it. That's it. Good, good, good. Um, Allison, this podcast is okay. I mean, not to toot my own horn. You're not. You just said it was oh. okay. <laughs> um, if the listeners want to listen to another podcast that's on maybe the same network as us, mm-hmm. what would you recommend? Oh, you know what? Here's a really great podcast that's also on the Major Cast Network. Coming soon. To an iPod or iPod-like accessory to you. A new format of an old favorite. In Musty TV. Prestige. I'm Liam Sr. and I own many different mahogany bookshelves. I'm Josh Phillips and I wax my floors nightly. And we are experts in all things prestige, but especially television. 
Some people think the golden age of television is today, but it's existed for years, decades even. And we will look at every episode of a very real television show and explore it, live it, breathe it with you along for the ride. These are all very real shows, and we're not making everything up. That's a guarantee. And don't try to find them whatever you do, because you won't. Seriously, seriously, don't try to find them. Seriously. Every other Thursday on the Major Cast Network, or wherever you get podcasts. For now, enjoy Musty TV Prestige. Stay tuned. That podcast on the Major Cast Network? Wowee! Uh huh. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> baby tie tie. Baby, t- baby cranky and tie tie. <laughs> Let's get you like some. Like all babies, I'm a wuss. Get a job. Get, okay. Let's and, get you some pancakes. That's your job is eating pancakes. Yeah, I'm going to eat those pancakes like they my job. <laughs> and the job is going out of business. What? And I don't know. Until next time, the truth, truth is, is out, out there. there. <laughs> Sometimes I just like to make up idioms. <laughs> Let's get you a wreath. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun. Stay nasty. And stay major. <laughs>